Podcasting from the inside of a marketing agency, this is the Marketing Department Podcast, where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer. Welcome to the Marketing Department Podcast. My name is Eric Wilkins, and I'm here with my co-host, Zeke Dorr. What's up, Zeke? What's up? Oh, you know, just partying here at our very first podcast, and uh, we're pretty, I'm pretty excited about this podcast. I'm excited, too. So far, it sounds super stereotypical podcasty and daddy-like. Yes, it does. Uh, we're going to fix that. I'll try to get rid of my podcast voice here in just a second. Just That's give okay. me a minute. I'll get rid of it, I got and we'll be fine. I understand. Uh, but in the meantime, why don't you tell us about what this is going to look like in the future? Yeah, so we don't know exactly how many podcasts we're going to do or seasons or anything like that, but we've got a game plan for what we're going to talk about in the future, and we'll pick a few and see what happens, see what looks interesting. So for example, uh, a few of the topics that we're gonna talk about is someone's marketing your business, whether you know it or not. So true. And so that is, uh, we're gonna get super practical too. So I love that we're gonna cover these really big topics like what is a campaign and why does it matter? But we're also gonna do a live brainstorming session during a podcast, we'll bring in our creative director. So what a lot of you don't know yet is that uh, Eric and I, and there's one more owner involved, uh, own a marketing company in the Dallas-Fort Worth area called Green Fox Marketing. And so we're going to talk about marketing. That's the game plan. And we're super excited about it. So we've got a lot of cool topics and uh, we'll give you more information as we go on. It's going to be awesome. I'm uh, super stressed out right now. I've got a guy taking pictures. That's what the clicking is in the background. Uh-huh. And we also have some of our team here. Say hi, guys. Hey. 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 Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay, so today's topic is going to be uh, pretty awesome. So it's early 2020 right now, and we're going to be talking about how to not make these marketing mistakes in 2020. So uh, the first one we're going to talk through is not running campaigns that align all your marketing channels together. So what we see here at Green Fox often is people will come in and they'll have one campaign over here for uh, brand awareness about something. They'll have another campaign over here about one single product and another campaign about another product they sell, but nothing aligns. Everything's just kind of all over the place. They have a lot going on, so it feels like everything's together. Uh, but they're not actually um, aligning those things. So Zeke always uses a, a spine analogy when we're talking to clients and, and uh, other marketing directors. So Zeke, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, the spine analogy for me is super, uh, I guess, easy to understand because when you're trying to take some things in-house and then you're hiring for other things like videos or pictures or uh, your website or business cards even, I mean, there's a million different things that you don't even recognize as marketing that you're doing and you've got to put your uh, best foot forward. And if those things are coming from all these different sources, they're going to have the potential to look different. When your branding starts looking different than what it's supposed to, it can get confusing and people don't recognize, oh, this is the same company that does this, this and this. And so we use a spine analogy um, and what that basically means is if you've done something in-house or you're using one company for, uh, say, your website, but then you go hire another company to do your videos or design your logo, well, those companies don't always talk to each other the right way. When you take everything in-house, you're able to align everything that you're doing and your branding is on point every single time. So we also recognize it's in, it's expensive to do that. Yep. If you're hiring a marketing company, you want to keep everything under one umbrella or an ad agency, you want to keep everything under one umbrella, it's expensive to do that. Not everybody can do that. Right. But you've got to be intentional. 
So the point is, if you're going to hire different companies to do different things, and we understand there are companies out there doing that, startups or whatever, that have different budgets for marketing, if you're going to hire other companies to do different things, then you've got to be intentional about making sure that your branding is on point. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, there are there are so many times that, that people come in and they have they have different points of access um, with marketing. So they may have their marketing director, they may have their their CEO who has other thoughts on marketing, and then they may have uh, some other team members, whether it's a board, if it's a nonprofit, things that all want to speak into marketing. Um, so, what are some things that you would suggest for our uh, for for people like that if they work at a place like that? Let's say we're let's say there's a marketing director out there, and uh, and their CEO really likes uh, this look and feel of something, uh, but the marketing director may know better of what they really should be doing. What should that communication look like between those two? That's a that's actually a really good question. So we see this all the time uh, where a marketing director is passionate. Usually they're a little more creative than their CEO. Yep. Um, and so they're, they know and feel uh, that going this one route may be really good, but their CEO is thinking of a different route, but they want their CEO to believe in them and they want to have a good relationship with their CEO, but they don't necessarily know how to have the conversation. Yep. A lot of times what we suggest is... Um, Maybe bringing up the idea of bringing in a third party. Yep. Hey, what do you think about uh, having a company come in, a marketing company? Obviously, uh, holler at us if you need one. Uh, <laughs> a little plug. Yeah, a little plug. But if if not, holler at a marketing company and say, I need you to be a voice uh, and, and somebody who can really speak into what we should be doing here. And, uh, and recommend that to your CEO and see what they have to say about it. But you've got to do a good job at recognizing if they're the boss, you've got to recognize... Um, that they've got experience in the business, right. so they may really know what works. Mm-hmm. Um, but you may be, you may have been hired to be the marketing coordinator or CMO or whatever. But at the same time, you've got to remember that it is your job to uh, to take care of the company, to market, to um, market the company well. But at the same time, you've got to honor your CEO well. So one of those steps looks like maybe bringing an outside voice in to speak into a few ideas. Yeah, that's great. And one other thing I would say is is to back it up with data. Whatever the thing is that you're trying to, sure. that you feel is correct. Um, sometimes we feel that something is the right way to go, uh, but data doesn't necessarily back that up. So yep. there, there, are, there are team members that we have that often will say, hey, this is what, we're, what I think we should do. And I, and I just simply, not for any other reason, but just say, hey, show me the data on that just yep. because I want to know uh, what that looks like. I want to I want to know that one of them's in the room. It's awesome. He's giving me a look right now. Yeah. Uh, I just want to know from a data standpoint, hey, let's 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 use data to show the client that, hey, this is exact. This really will work. Uh, and same thing can work from a marketing uh, coordinator to a CEO or a boss. That's so good. And I want to talk about that a lot yeah. um, over the next little bit while we're talking through this podcast. We have some we have two people in the room that right now one of them, her job this year is going to be researching and uh, and taking care of data to see what works and what doesn't. Yep. And then we have one already uh, looking at numbers like that. And that is so important. Data does not lie. Yep. If you're able to take a good look at it and understand, hey, this works and this doesn't, you're going to get a better return on your money. And then you're also going to see your numbers increase as far as uh, interaction from potential customers is concerned. Yeah, so good. All right, so that's the first one. So uh, let's let's make sure you're aligning those campaigns together to make sure everything, all your branding and everything, is cohesive. All right, I 
really like this next one. Um, the next one is putting too many eggs in the social media basket. So oftentimes, because we all know how to do social media, we all have our personal pages, it's super easy to uh, go in and put a post on a page and say, I did my marketing for the day. If you're a marketing director, you've probably been guilty of this, of your boss coming in and saying, I need this to go on social media right now. And you put it on there and you're like, whoo, did my job, I marketed today, it was awesome. Uh, the problem is that everyone can do that. And in any world that anyone can do something, uh, it's gonna be really crowded. So there's, think about how many posts you see a day on social media, it's unbelievable, honestly. Um, but through that, busting through that crowded noise is really something that you have to work extra hard at. And one of the best ways to do that is through photography and videography, making that the best it can possibly be. So Zeke, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about this. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Zeke is a uh, super successful real estate agent as well. And I believe, just from seeing him from the outside, I believe that a lot of that comes from how much emphasis he puts on photography and videography and how important that is. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, so for me, whenever I started in real estate, it was over four years ago. Um, in fact, nearly four and a half years ago. And there are so many real estates in the in the town that we're in. Yeah. I mean, it's it's covered with real estate real estate agents, and everybody's brother or mother is is an agent. And so, I said, man, including yours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she just works for me. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, but I had to identify what what can I do to stand out above the noise. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody's on social media, so of course it makes sense. To, uh, to do social media really well. Yep. Um, in our particular area, uh, the agents in this town at the time were not doing social media very well as far as real estate was concerned. And so everything that I did, I had to be intentional with. Yep. And quality mattered to me. And it was hard. I didn't have a lot of money at the time. It was very difficult to make that happen, but I knew that it was so important for me to stand out that I had to do things like photography. And so all of our photographers, uh, I joke about it, but I know they hate me because I stand, <laughs> I stand over their shoulder and I make sure that it's right. But yeah. it's because I care, because I, I know when I care that, uh, that that makes a difference. And so if I want to be set apart from everyone else, then I'm going to look over their shoulder. I'm going to be sweet about it, but I'm going to look over their shoulder and make sure that we're getting the right shot every yeah. single time. In fact, today uh, we got pictures back on a new listing that I have, and it wasn't what I had hoped for. Yeah. I wasn't there, and unfortunately the, the girl who does my marketing for my, for my uh, real estate uh, company does she wasn't able to be there either because of some personal reasons so she wasn't able to look over the shoulder and explain and make sure that we were getting exactly what we needed um, so we're having them redone yep. and that's how important that is in order to stand out on social media it is it is the noisiest place right now mm -hmm. um, it's you know it's it's more than it's noisier than watching TV and seeing commercials because you've got DVR now yep. you've got Hulu I mean you've got all of these things Netflix where you don't have to watch commercials social media is the noisiest thing out there and if you don't do something special you will not stand out yeah and so quality matters Absolutely. pictures matter 
video real estate agents, for example, uh, or if you may not be a real estate agent, you could anything that you're doing for your marketing, make sure that it stands out. What are you doing to catch people's attention? Don't be, uh, don't be the norm. Don't be average. What are you doing to step up? And fortunately, because of the way that the world works, you know, big screen TVs are cheaper than they used to be. They used to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Now you can go get a big 65 inch TV for 400 bucks yep. at Walmart. And so long story short, uh, it gets cheaper the 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 older we get, the cheaper it gets to have high quality stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, do what you can do to to care and to set yourself apart uh, for quality. Uh, anything quality that you put out on social media, because I promise it matters. You will see a difference in your business, no matter what your business is. If you will take the time to care and uh, provide quality, and then you'll stand out. Yeah, that's great, man. Uh, something I was thinking about while you're talking about that is. Uh, it would be very similar to if if everyone could take a a sign or a billboard, it, just like social media. Everyone knows how to do social media, so if everyone knew how to put up their own sign, just make it themselves, put it up right outside their business, the street would be flooded with yeah. awful, ugly signs, and the ones that would stand out would be the ones who look great. Yeah, those would be the ones that stand out and say like, okay, those guys must know what they're doing over there. So it's very similar to that with social media, and uh, and and that care uh, and attention really does matter. And just to be completely uh, upfront and honest with this one, like Zeke is really really good about this. Uh, even even here with this podcast, I'm like, cool, let's get in there, let's record a podcast. Uh, I'll make some topics and we'll get going. And Zeke's like, okay, great. Let's get a photographer. Let's get, you know, let's get everything ready so that when we post this, you know, that we'll have everything ready to go. And so that it really does make a big difference when you do that kind of thing. Um, all right. So the next would be marketing with no call to action. We see this all the time. Uh, and the reason you see this is actually a pretty good reason because it's just what you know. Uh, most of the time, businesses come to us and what they will say is, uh, hey, I want to just do this big um, brand awareness campaign and I want to put a billboard up. And you're like, okay, what do you want to say on the billboard? We'll just start logo and stuff. And we're like, okay. Uh, the problem is what, what you see when you drive down the road or what you see when you're on your computer is you see things, uh, businesses like Nike or Coca-Cola or Under Armour, or Adidas, or any, any, any big major brands, that's typically what is in front of your face at all times. And those guys can market completely different than probably most of our listeners can market, uh, simply because of size. So the size of these businesses uh, and, and, and the process that they've gone, to, gone through to get to where they are is just uh, is, is a big deal. Um, it's, it's, it's taken years to get to that point. It's taken a brand that everyone knows across all the countries in the world and, uh, countries, continents, whatever, you know what I meant. Uh, so it takes, it takes, it takes a lot of work to get to that point. And if you're a startup business, if you've been around five or 10 years and your business is still fairly small, it's probably gonna be really hard to, uh, to market like those guys. So, um, so Zeke, tell us a little bit about, um, maybe even some, some samples of what are some things that we can do. Uh, as, as small um, businesses that have marketing directors, what are some things that these businesses can do uh, to 
to really have great call to actions, whether it be websites, whether it be social media, anything like that. Like what are, what could a good call to action look like? Sure. If you've been listening to this podcast, um, since the beginning of the, of when we started, we talked about metrics and we talked about data and all of those things. Uh, the better you can get at that, the smarter you're going to be with your money and you're going to see a better ROI. So having a call to action, Typically, you can measure that every time. If yep. you're smart, you're being intentional about it, then you can measure uh, how well your call to actions are working. Yep. Like what works where? What channels are working? Is this something that we've been doing on YouTube? Do we want to use a certain phone number that you can call? Um, so we use a software that we're able to actually track the phone calls themselves. And it's basically a number that forwards to your phone. But whenever some and they go on the billboards or they go on the YouTube ads or they go on anywhere we decide for those numbers to go and we can track how many calls are we getting exactly. Whenever you have a call to action, whenever you're intentional, you're able to see what works and what doesn't. And it also requires some kind of movement from your uh, potential customer. For example, if you've got something on social media and somebody sees in, in my realm, if I'm in real estate, I'm putting my real estate hat back on for a second. In real estate, if I see somebody likes a certain house and I want, uh, say, a phone number associated with that house, and I'm saying in that social media post, for example, hey, call this number if you're interested in that home, then I'm able to see how many people are interested in that home. What did we do on that post that mattered? What did we do um, in order to get their attention on that post for them to actually do something about it? And so it's super important to be unbelievably clear on all of our uh, calls to action so we know exactly uh, what we're asking the client or the potential customer to do. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in a little bit and and see something that I see often. Uh, oftentimes, businesses like yours just listening, um, you're, you're probably your budget is not super big. Sure. It's, it's probably um, I don't know. There's probably all over the map, but it's probably not really big. And um, well, you, you're having to fight the battle of what does my CEO want to do for marketing this year? What do I, as the marketing director, want to do as marketing this year? And what do all these other people on staff think we should do? Um, most of the time what you'll get is you'll get someone that says this, Hey, uh, I know we got a little bit of marketing money and I want to go play in this golf tournament and we can get a banner. <laughs> Hear this all the time. Yeah. Uh, and mainly cause we get asked all the time sure. in the town we live in. Um, and so that's something that I would suggest looking at a little bit different. If that, if you have a small marketing budget for the love of everything, please, don't waste it by putting a logo on a banner. Now, I'm not saying it's bad within itself. It's a great thing to do, but make sure that you're marketing in other places if, you're, if your budget is that small. Use that budget more wisely than simply putting it on a banner uh, at a golf tournament because at the end of the day, um, everyone else is probably there to put their logo on a banner too and no one's really paying attention to anybody's banner. So uh, it's just certain things that... that your money can go a long way, especially in the digital world now, um, that that could probably be used a lot more efficiently than something like that. That's good. All right, the last one here is getting wrapped up in the metrics that don't line up to your success goals. So what I mean by that is simply, uh, we have our digital director in the room actually, and this guy looks at data and metrics all day long. 
And there are so many things that he that, just he he just bowed his bald head. He did. Yeah. Uh, he, he took his did, head off. He, like when you turn your hand in front of your stomach a few times. Uh huh. Yeah. And did yep. the yeah. Uh huh. Yep. You're welcome. Good That's job, A Ron. You're doing great. A A Ron. A A Ron. Okay. Don't try to hire him. Other marketing companies. Appreciate That's true. It. He's awesome at yep. what he does. All right. So uh, so what he does is he looks at metrics all day, and the metrics that he could be looking at, he may be looking at certain things that are like, oh man, this client's killing it over. Here in this thing, uh, let's say uh, SEO, they're killing it in SEO. It's they're knocking it out of the park in this 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 one keyword over here. Literally before we walked in here, he was like, "Hey, come here, come here, come here, come here." I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Look, look, 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 look. SEO keywords. <laughs> look where they're at right now." I was like. Okay. Well, good, good job with the keywords. Good work uh-huh. with the keywords and your Googles and what have you. Mm-hmm. He's circle gaming me right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyhow, anyhow, uh, metrics. Yeah. So, so he loves the metrics, and uh, but the keywords that that uh, he may think are important may not be important to the the product or, or the service line that we're trying to do. He obviously knows which ones are important because we've already talked about it with the client. But what we see often is the client coming in and saying, "Hey, I want to make sure that I'm beating." this other company. Let's say that. I want to I beat this other company and that is super, super important. I love competition. Keep going. Versus, I want to sell more of the thing that I sell. And those two are competing and you only have a certain amount of dollars no matter the size of your budget. It really doesn't matter. You have a certain amount of dollars that go toward each one of those keywords. And if you want to spend money on one thing that kind of matters because of pride, and one thing that matters because the success of your business and sales, like that's a fine line that you really have to walk through and, uh, and, and kind of figure out what is the thing that actually matters. Sure. And so metrics, again, for 2020 is one of it's going to be one of our biggest things that we focus on because it matters. But at the same time, if it's not in line with actually accomplishing what your business is doing, then who the heck cares? Yep. Why absolutely. does it even matter? And so I think that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that is the 2020 marketing tips we have for. That's it. For the, we did it. We did first the first podcast. One. Boom. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey. So, um, like any podcast, be sure to subscribe, all rate, the things. review, all the things that people typically say at the end of podcasts. But uh, we uh, appreciate it. Oh, Zeke it, has one more. Well, thing. our creative director uh, was blindsided with this podcast. Oh yeah, we gave her seven minutes to make a tagline. It was yeah, awesome. it was. Anyhow, uh, she's very good. But I'm thinking that I, like I like the candid ideas, curated content. That's candid pretty good. Candid ideas, curated content. We're gonna get super practical. And so in the future, if you're thinking about working with your team, say you're the marketing director director at your company, and, sorry, screwdrivers. Marketing director. Marketing director. Uh, <laughs> it's it's 10.55 in the morning and I've had a screwdriver. Well, you know. Anyhow, marketing. if you're the marketing director at your company and you're trying to brainstorm, you're trying to think of some cool new stuff to do, which if you're a creative, that's, that's exciting to you. Yeah. Um, like we want to actually get super practical and kind of talk to you about what we do here at our company to walk through a brainstorm session. For example, again, I mentioned that earlier, we're gonna have our creative director in the room with us to actually go through one. And we might even put the microphone in in our conference room. Yeah. Like, it might be fun to just see what all that looks like. That'd be great. Um, and actually do one for a real client or something. So anyways, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. And, um, and if you've got any ideas too, like reach out to us. I don't 
Is there an email? I don't. I don't know what to tell anybody. Where, where can they email an idea? This is going great. My name is Zeke. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you sit in it for a little. Cool. Long. Thanks, Zeke at Greenfox. I-O. I-O. You're doing great, bud. Thank you. Hey, and also, Eric's the CEO of uh, Green Fox Marketing in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I'm the COO, and we're trying to define what that actually means. We'll get there one day. We will figure it out at some point, uh, but so far we're figuring it out, and I'm really good on a microphone. That's right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us on the podcast. We'll see you next time.